Thanks for listening to the latest episode of The Ugly Truth. Today, producer Doug is sitting in for Paula because he has some exciting announcements that he wants to share with our listeners. All of this plus some unusual ugly and awkward moments of the week. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie? If I became a great grandmother, I would shit my pants. And producer Deb? That didn't feel good. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. This is episode 473. Ugg. Ugg. That's right. It's a producer dub episode, so you can hit that fast forward if you want to, or you can check in and listen, but it's for a good reason. Many good reasons. Did you reasons. know the shows I'm on are the highest downloaded shows? I don't believe you. No. Is it true? No, it's not true. What are you doing? <laughs> don't give me a just... complex. <laughs> no, I'd be, actually. be giving Paula the complex, actually. <laughs> at this point in her life, she would say, I don't give a shit. It's probably what she would say. <laughs> she does not care. Um, okay. Zero so fucks. Before we get started, this is the deal. We're super burned out. Oh. Like, it's legit. The pandemic is one thing, but when you incorporate distance learning, teaching your children, trying to keep them busy, trying to keep everybody safe... As we all know, Paula is cohabitating with her ex-husband who is in the military. So there's that added element that most of us probably aren't experiencing right now. It's like a Murphy's Law for her. It's like, <laughs> shit just keeps piling. It's everything. They're finally out of school. But that just compounds the children's demands for activities and the boredom and everything. And so although our pressure for me and you is significant, just like every other adult in this country, I think if you have small children and you've been dealing with that since the uh, stay-at-home order, you probably can feel her pain. All the ships rose with the tide, right? But some... More than others, for sure. What's really interesting about this time period, and I had mentioned it casually to you a couple of weeks ago, that people are starting to crack. Yeah. And, you know, we're we're all putting on our game face. We started in March doing it. Some people tapped out real early. And some people are like, nope, we're we're pushing ahead. This is just what we do. This is, you know, how we're going to do it. And, you know, I'm a, a diehard podcast listener. I spend probably four hours a day listening to a variety of podcasting. Yeah, and it is your multitask. With exception to the daily news items, which sure. are anywhere between five and 20 minutes that I listen to it. Everybody else is com- comedians mm-hmm. or, or something. And so... They're all saying the same thing, including the great Bill Burr, who is a far more professional comedian than me, you know, (laughs) and he said last week, he's like, I can't take it anymore. I don't want to talk about this anymore. I have nothing to talk about. I need to like I'm losing it. Yeah. And so when professional comedians who are there to give the masses an escape are starting to lose it the stress is hitting them, you know that it's like, all right, we all need to take a step back. I was listening to a show this morning. They are, they are professionals and they're going down from two to one a week because professional, by the way, they can't do it anymore. It's a lot of work and it's really challenging to bring funny topics when you are feeling like you're surrounded by a lot of chaos. Although I feel like I could continue to push for a little bit longer. I would be lying if I didn't say I was done. Like, Paula and I had a discussion on Friday night, and she's like, Jamie, I've been trying all day to work myself up for the show. I can't do it. I cannot psych myself up for it. I'm so sorry. I just, I need a break. And I said, you know what? Me too. (laughs) Actually, I legit do. 
With that being said, so do you, yeah, producer well. Deb. And so you're going fishing. I am. Paula, I've, I've encouraged her to head up to Tahoe because it's open and it's beautiful and there's definitely ways to socially distance and still enjoy the beauty of nature. You and I went up and did a drive last week yeah. for a few hours and it was a really nice break. And that's actually when I decided we need to take it. We need a minute. We need yeah. a minute. Yeah. If we're going to continue and be funny and still, you know, as gross and crass as we want to be we we need to re- reboot well, or I, recharge a bit sure and, I and think, all of us do yeah and i think if when like you had mentioned the comedians and stuff like that when when people where their profession relies on their ability to see the things in life that nobody else notices their perspective and make it right. funny and so they can find things in the nooks and crannies yeah. and they're running out yes that's everybody just needs right a minute yeah. and so although Interestingly, of course, our downloads are Im- increasing. Every, you know, we're we're getting more downloads on average than we might during this time of year. Sure. You know, looking at the history yep. of the show. However, it is obviously imperative for everybody to take care of themselves. So that's what we're gonna do. And it's probably only a week because I don't think I can take it yeah. if I can only. But if it isn't, if it's more, obviously we'll be super. Yeah, o- just, vocal just find and, out on social media. This is this is just us taking a little break. Hopefully, it won't yeah, be more than a week. Yeah, so. and it's not like we're going on hiatus, but it's it's not that at all. And Paul and I are good. We're yeah. super tight. We're yeah. nothing weird is going on. It's nothing oh, like, like that, that other show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like the two women who hate each other. Yeah, what, no. show, what is that? I don't even remember the name. I give zero fucks. Yeah, but there is a reason why we're doing the show. One, it was a last minute decision to go on a summer break. Yep. We also have a lot. There's a lot going on that we wanted to talk about. We didn't want to just leave you hanging yeah, with some kind for, of post. for us, for us, right? Right. And so, by the way. Please, please, please continue communicating with us through our social media channels or our email, uglytruth at gmail.com, because you guys, uh, you've been submitting some really, really funny relative stuff that you hear on our show, and you go, oh my God, da, da, da. And I love it. So please don't stop doing that because I will read them on online unless you say, don't do it, you know, but nobody ever does. Everybody wants to say, <laughs> oh, we believe If we, they're submitting the to you, they know what's coming. Exactly. <laughs> so please do that. Please still interact with us on our social media. We, I will make sure that we're still active on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Well, I mean, honey, don't make it sound like we're gone for a month. That's not going to happen. We don't know that. Well, you know gonna, nothing. It's not going to happen. There's anyway. no way you'd be able to do that. <laughs> You're right. I'm just telling you. It. Well, I mean, it's just, you'll need a release if nothing else, so. Seriously. Okay, so before we get into any personal news, there's some celeb news that I'm dying to talk about, and, um, you know, obviously this is something that Paula and I would normally share, but you're going to have to just deal with it. Kelly Clarkson. (laughs) (laughs) Kelly Clarkson is the next COVID divorce fatality. Yeah. Uh, She and her husband, I think, seven or eight years are splitting up. And the quarantine actually made working out their problems worse. And so now they're calling it. Now, the the husband is in the business, and I think that's how they met, but his dad was married to Reba McIntyre. The husband's dad. Kelly Clarkson's husband, his, his, father. his okay. father was married to Reba McIntyre, and that's kind of how they met. Mm-hmm. So they're all married, the four of them. Sure. Kelly Clarkson's mother-in-law is now Reba, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's not her son, by the way. It's his stepson. Oh, got it. And Reba's husband cheated on her, and they split up. When did that happen? Years ago. Oh, okay. And then the rumors have been for many years that Kelly Clarkson's husband is not much for monogamy. 
Um, and he's been cheating. And so now everybody's like, hey, at least Kelly gets Reba in the split. Oh, right. Because that's the most important thing, right? <laughs> right, right <laughs> That right. is the most important thing. But let's, I mean, in all seriousness, they have two very young children. It sucks ass. They claim they're both heartbroken. And I'm like, what if? I saw the I, dumbest headline today. What? The headline literally said, Kelly Clarkson looks upset in first photos after announcing divorce. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Well, not only that, but any photo. When you take 900 photos of somebody over a, f- they're walking right. 100 feet. They'll you- pick the one. Of course. And make it look bad. Of course. And I'm like, well, how are the paparazzi out and about doing this shit anyway? She's in the bowels of Montana. Like, what are you right. doing? Give her a break. Anyway, it's always sad when a, you know, and when they got two little split. kids. They too. do. They have yeah. young, they have real young ones. So, Luckily, money is not going to be an issue. <laughs> you know, she's doing just fine. Yeah. And I, I get the impression he also is doing just fine. What's weird, though, is I do believe her soon-to-be ex-husband is Blake Shelton's manager, if I'm not mistaken. So that's going to be awkward. A little bit. And you, Well, they sit really far apart on the They voice, do. So. <laughs> that is true. Well, it, that is know, true. Whatever. So we'll see. And then we'll see. Are Blake and Gwen going to get married post that's what they say they say we'll see so isn't that a weird turn right weird that is strange okay so here's the other thing you and i watched the king of staten island last night oh yeah pete davidson what did you think of the film i really liked it in fact he's not my favorite generally speaking he's no Um, one's favorite generally speaking but true but i wanted to see it and you really wanted to see it so he's and i loved it i thought the acting was great oh real good Listen, Buscemi can steal the scene. Oh my God, Steve Seriously. Buscemi he's, in every he's scene. He's in a total of like nine minutes of care. the movie, and he nails it every he's single. He's really good. I mean, um, when he was in a scene, I didn't see anybody else. No, he's no, so fucking no, he, good. He owned those scenes. Oh my he was God, really good. I just love him so and much. And Bill Burr did great in his oh first God. major role. He did really well. The, the, the mustache was hilarious. Yes, but, it was hilarious. Um, and, Actually, and, you know. <laughs> anyway, so. there's a scene where he and uh, Pete Davidson get into an altercation, which was inevitable. Yes. Because uh, I'm not giving anything away. Bill Burr is dating his mother. Yeah. And so, and he hates him, of course. And he's and he's a 24 year old guy. He's a 24 year old slacker trying yeah. to work his shit out. But the thing about his... Which he says about 12 times in the movie. I'm trying to work my shit out. Yeah, his character, though, is probably really reminiscent to who he is in real life. Sure. Because he realizes how lucky he has been. Yeah. But people in the business and comedians really believe in him. Like there, there must be something there that we don't see. Oh no, he's got he's got a brilliance to him. He's developed, just broken. yeah, very broken. And he's, I mean, in real life, has had his share of tribulations and has been in and out of rehab yep. and mental health issues and stuff like that. And so, with that being said, it probably wasn't much of a stretch for him in this movie. But I actually liked it. Because I had read a review, they're like, well, they just didn't go far enough, or they could have been a little bit more funnier about it, or whatever. And I'm like, you know, when you have mental health issues, that is really what it's like. If you're a mom to someone who has significant mental health struggles, that is what it's like. There is no going deeper. Yeah. (laughs) Because you've been doing it forever. Yeah. You don't have to do that for the sake of the audience. People know what it's like to deal with someone like that. There it's are, really hard. And there are lots of things that remind me how old I am. Yeah. Marissa Tomei playing a mother. I know. Is one of them. She's... She did it in Spider-Man too. And it really fucking like is like, <laughs> God damn, what where's my cousin Minnie? Come right. on. Or or Untamed Heart. Although, like that's I mean, who I want. The Marissa Tomei play she, she looks like a mother. She, she looks I mean, the haircut was terrible. Well, I think I'm sure they the, did. Or the wig or whatever yeah. they made her wear. But when she was wearing like hats and cowboy hats and stuff, she is fucking foxy. She, she's she, so beautiful. Yeah, they, they definitely They mommed her up. For sure. Yes. And then and then back and forth depending yes. on what she was trying to do. I so. will say the most 
most awkward thing for me was watching Bill Burr be romantic. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> you know his wife. I was and... all, ew, gross. Well, no, because <laughs> he he's just, that. he's a comedian. And yeah. I'm just like, ugh, you know, and I'm sure yeah. it was weird for him, too. It was because... a very different role from his little cameo in Mandalorian. That's for sure. Right? <laughs> and like, I was listening to his interview with Rogan uh, earlier today, actually. And he said that, you know, being an asshole in that movie was easy. But then when they said, no, you got to act like you are uh, just love struck when you meet Marissa Tomei, he goes, she's going to think I'm an idiot. She's won an Oscar before. How could I do that? You know? And so he said it took him a really long time. And he goes, and after two weeks, I realized that Judd Apatow wasn't going to fire me. I'm like, all right, I can relax. I think I got this. I got this. There was a funny scene, actually, the bar scene, which is the same scene where Buscemi just kills it. Yes, he did. And Bill Burr says a line that I won't say. It's not a spoiler, but it's really funny, yeah. and I wouldn't do it justice. But he says a line. It was so, I've never it seen so it more obvious organic. in a movie yeah. that it was a ad lib. Yeah, it like, was improv, it, like, for sure. It was absolutely ad lib because everybody lost it. They lost it. It was really funny. It was good. I legit recommend this film. Paula hates P. Davidson, and I totally get it. But I think that she would even like it yeah. because they absolutely address how sickly he looks yeah. they address all of it <laughs> Anorexic it's panda. everything they're like if i touch your skin you turn to dust it's like all of that is in there i thought every single person in the film put out a great performance yeah i, yeah, I wasn't I, distracted by anybody i thought I mean, the roles were really good in but. other times i hesitate to say but i do believe there could be a, some oscar worthy well, nomination we paid 20 bucks yeah right to rent it yep right so it's, it. it's it's not unlike it's going, like going to, to a movie we made popcorn yeah you know like it was it was cool like yep. uh, but i i did enjoy it i would yeah. definitely it was worth the 20 bucks for oh, sure for sure and um, highly recommended yeah it was better mm-hmm. i guess i guess i went in just not having super high expectations because I wasn't too sure about it. Yeah. It exceeded him. It was definitely really good. Well, and you know, Judd Apatow, you either like how he does shit or you don't. Yeah. Like a lot of people didn't like This Is 40. You know, they thought it was too serious and negative. And I'm like, I don't know. I've lived that life. That's exactly what it's like when you're getting older and your kids are assholes and you're like, oh my God, I'm not young anymore. And all that is there. And I like his film style. Yeah. So I enjoyed it. Tremendously. And speaking of, Apatow's daughter, mm-hmm. Maud, was great. She really was. She, she even was had a little bit of a Long Island played, accent. Yes. I highly recommend the film to uh, anybody who's interested. I, It's definitely not what you expect. Yeah, it's good. And, but you're not going to like die a lot. You're not going to pee your pants laughing. Uh, but there is a lot of funny stuff in it. Yeah. A lot of funny stuff. But dark humor is, you know, we've talked about this for a few weeks yeah. now. Yeah, dark I, I, I think you nailed it when you said, I, yeah. I, I don't think this is much of a stretch. I mean, I, it, it obviously was very inspired by his life. Dad, yes. Dad was a firefighter, the yes, whole thing. But it is true. That is he even true. mentions that, that he's got Crohn's disease. And he does and he have Crohn's, Crohn's disease, disease he, like, in real life. Does. So. Yeah. Actually, that was funny. Paula's like, he always looks like he has an autoimmune disease. And I'm like, <laughs> he does. He does. <laughs> so it's true. Anyway. Anyway. OK, so highly recommended. Moving on. This morning I saw Misha Tate had her baby. Misha Tate's the UFC fighter from former, former UFC fighter. Well, she still trains. I mean, she's not going to fight she's anymore, not fight. but she does still maintain a training. UFC. She lives in Singapore with her. Um, I think they're married now. Her husband, they had an, a surprise baby a couple like a year and a half ago. And then she had, I believe this is, was a planned baby and she was due any day. And I saw the post and I was like, why the hell are they in a bathroom floor? Did she do the, she had an accidental home birth. She was planning on going to the hospital to, you know, have her baby and the baby decided, nope, not today. And so she ended up giving birth in her bathroom at home on the floor. Wow. (laughs) And that was the first picture. Get the mop. 
Well, they there must they must have cleaned it up because there was not a hole. She might have been on the toilet, and that happens a lot, by the way. Women uh, absolutely think they're like, oh, I got to go to the bathroom, and they're in labor, I, and the next thing you know, they're like, there's a head in the toilet, <laughs> and then you're like, the dad delivered his son, and wow. yeah, and it didn't say how big it was, but she, he looked like a kind of a nugget, but she's a yeah, small girl, so sure, it, sure. and he is too. Anyway, so congratulations, Misha, on your bathroom baby. Cupcake. Yes, I love her so much. So in that vein. The big announcement uh-huh. is producer Dub's daughter, my stepdaughter, is married. She's 20. She's going to be 25. Uh, 26. 26. And she is pregnant. Yes, yeah, Which is. means producer Dub's going to be a grandpa. Ooh. Grandpa Dub in the house. <laughs> I might go with Grandpa Dub, I think actually. Grandpa Dub is a great name for you. I saw, I saw a list of like... Traditional names, names in different languages, different things like that. And they're all kind of lame. By the way, Lolly and Pop was in there. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, Lolly and Pop was one. Yeah, we um, told we told one of our children. We, I said, oh, no, uh, we've already got our grandparent names. And she's like, oh, what is it? And I go, it's, we're going to be Lolly and Pop. She goes, that is so ridiculous. If you do that, I will never speak to you again. It's not, I'm not calling you Lolly. And I said, well, you don't have to. Your children do. Your future children do. And she's like, no, that's dumb. And I said, all right, fine. So, but I've seen some modern ones that are like G Dog. That's dumb. <laughs> G Dad. I, I saw G Dad. I don't approve um, of any of those. Uh, you know, there's there's several, but yeah, I I don't know. I mean, it's weird because a lot of people are saying, "Well, what what is your name going to be?" And I'm like, you know, here's the thing. I'm dealing with a family who wouldn't allow their child to call me mom when she was being raised. So the reality is, is that I don't feel a big pull to give myself a grandparent name because they're just like, fuck her. She's not a grandparent. <laughs> and so it's like, well, that's, well, it's up to the baby. Yes. Really. Ultimately it is. Up. It's in fact, up to the baby. in fact, in looking at the names, mm-hmm. I would say half of the traditional names, I'm air quoting traditional <laughs> names, but half of them have come from kids not being able to say grandma, grandma, grandpa, grandpa you right. know, they're boompa and like there's right. all these kinds of, you know, they're really cute names, but they're well, all, a lot of them are, are just ultimately the, the baby the decides baby tells to some you extent. Because what's in, what's Cause there's no way a little two year old or one year old is going to be able to say grandpa dub. <laughs> I just don't see that happening. Well, you never know. But I remember um, when I had Tyler, when he was meeting all his aunts, he could not say Paula. Oh, right. He could not say it. And so he tried and it came out Bobby. Yeah. And so now for the last 100 years, she's been Aunt Bobby to everybody. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. And so it that's that's essentially how I figure it's going to happen yeah. is that, you know, when I when I meet this, the little infant at some point, it will give me my name and I'm I'm cool with it. I'm yeah. not, you know. J-Dog. It, there's nothing. <laughs> I love your daughter just as much as I, you know, love everybody else. But... You know, our relationship's a little different. It's well, not like if I'm a stepmom, right, so. but if Kenzie, when Kenzie has a baby, it's a game on. You're it's picking. A, it's no, but it's just going to be like, no, I'm grandma, but we'll let them decide what that yeah, means. Yeah, yeah. So this one, I think it's going to be like, uh, grandpa Dub and Jamie are coming. No, <laughs> I think can't that's be that. There's be. no way. I'm, but I'm very happy for, obviously I've, oh, I've yeah, we're, we're we've known for a for while, them. but yep. we had to wait until everything was nice and safe and secure. And so, and she is super healthy and we're all excited and, you know, December baby, it'll be really fun. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see what kind of mama she'll be. 
Yeah, me you too. Know? You know, I think she'll, she's always been great with little kids oh, her yeah. whole life. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. you know, it's definitely a different thing. Never seen her change a poopy diaper, though. No. I'll be curious. No, so that'll I'll be... I'll be curious. Yeah. I, I think the thing I'm looking forward to most is just those kind of standard rules don't apply right. grandparent things that you can oh do. Like you, like, you don't have to do any of the boring shit. Yeah, like, you don't I have know. to do any of the that kind of stuff. I mean, unless you're some sort of caretaker, but you get to be the cool parent. You get to be the one that's like, all right, we're done. Here you go. <laughs> right. Enjoy your sickness. Right. And, and, and you're the, yeah, I saw an article because <laughs> I've been just kind of reading up on it because, you know, we're pretty young for being grandparents. So. Oh, yeah, um, we are. I mean, I think we are, right? Yeah, I, mean, I think I have, so. I have friends who are my age who have multiple grandchildren, but we also come from, I was raised in a town where a lot of people married their high school sweethearts and started having babies pretty quickly. But in general terms, most people aren't grandparents at 50. Most aren't. But it seems like it doesn't really apply anymore. Like I have it just seems like everyone has grandkids now. It's yeah. so crazy. Yeah. So. It's really crazy. Anyway, so it just, it was talking about a lot of the things mm-hmm. that are the benefits. It's like, it's like you, you know, as a grandparent, usually you, you can't do any wrong. Like you're not the disciplinarian. You're, right. You do all the fun stuff. You get yeah. to give the best presents. Um, um, you get to be a little yeah. bit naughty in the sense that you can, um, yeah, you can, yeah. you know, in theory, I mean, I know that's fairly stereotypical, but it depends on the kind of grandparent you are well, and want it to just, be. But. It just depends. Like uh, when we have our niece and nephew over i'm i'm like that yeah for sure yeah and i know because it's my sister's children she gets mad at me <laughs> but when it's a grandchild it's like you know i have there's so much there's so much there that i can't be mad at my parents how do i how do i deal with it right so on that note and we can we can revisit the natalie uh, having her baby again but i'm sure over the next several months sure. that'll happen <laughs> but uh, segueing a, a bit because this has reminded me of a conversation I had with Tyler uh-huh. is Tyler's decided to try veganism. Oh, he wants to be a vegan. Yes. And he is being inspired by several very close friends in his life that have been practicing veganism for, for years. Yeah. Is it veganism or can't you just be vegan? You can be vegan, but I believe it's veganism, oh. like vegetarian vegetarianism. Oh, Okay. Yeah. Isms are not good, in my opinion. Meat eaterisms? I don't know. Isms aren't. Anyway. The wise Ferris Bueller. (laughs) Right. So he's doubled down. It's been about a week where he's really decided he's going to give it a go. Now, he's not someone who will not give it up if it... I mean, he will go, you know what? I can't do this. You know, he will. But he's really going to give it a concerted effort. And, you know, I do all the things that mothers do because I'm not a vegan. Every time I turn around, you're looking at some other vegan recipe on. Well, I'll explain myself. Okay. When he said that he was going to decide to do it, the first thing you said, of course, is you're like, is beer vegan? <laughs> and he had to think about it for a minute. He's like, oh, I don't Oh, I've got to circle back with him. I found something that he didn't know. Oh, God. I just, I just asked him if, if fishing was. Right. Right. I know eating the fish, no. But is it appropriate but, but to... to even go fishing? Like right. if you catch and release or whatever. Well, like, like uh, Tyler has someone very close to him who won't eat the Impossible Burger because they test on mice. Yeah, they tested it on And animals. so she's like, it's not actually vegan. Right. If you're testing on creatures to see if you can get fake meat to bleed, it's not really vegan. So yeah. I was like, okay, I see what we're doing. There's nuances to it. And I think what it is, is you pretty much have to decide what you're morals are on vegan but interestingly i said oh great tyler so if this sticks and you have children you're gonna raise vegan kids i would assume and i'm like you realize when they come over is this gonna be one of those things where if i give them something like cheetos 
or ice cream or something and you're going to Oreos be, are vegan. And apparently. I said, and or, or Oreos, <laughs> you're going to be like, you can't see my kids anymore. And he's like, well, first of all, Oreos are vegan. <laughs> and I said, okay. And he goes, and I don't know. And I said, all right. I said, I'm just curious because yeah. I don't know how deep, how far, or deep, and I don't be disrespectful, but I'm all, you know, it's like if somebody was like, I'm Jewish and I don't eat pork, I'm not going to hand a kid a rib. Right. But I mean, I don't want, I don't know what we're dealing with yet because well, it's kind of early. But the reason that I'm looking up so many vegan recipes is the mother in me, the caretaker in me, not. is I need to be yeah. able to provide food for my child, even though he's a man. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, I need to know how to cook for my son. And so now I'm immersing myself in vegan cooking because I'm not going to turn us vegan, but I need to have an arsenal so that when he's around, I can be like, oh, I have something I can feed you so you can get fat and gain weight because you're too thin. Well, and we had a daughter, you know, our middle daughter um, was vegetarian yes. for a decade. So, But that's not nearly as hard is the wrong word because it makes it sound negative. But no, it's, it's not, not nearly it's, as hard to do right. vegetarian as it is vegan. Right. And, and vegan, and correct me if I'm wrong, but the way I understand vegan is that is normally not a health thing usually. It's a principle. It's a principle yes. thing. Like you can, yes. a lot of people are vegetarian for the health, sure. what they perceive to be the health I could totally be vegetarian, that. by the way. No. Oh, I could totally do Never. it. The only thing Couldn't that I, it. the hardest thing about any. I, I should be closer to it than I am. But <laughs> the uh, only thing that re, that is difficult for me as far as restrictive is the dairy. I struggle with, I would be struggling with giving up some of the dairy. I can give up ice cream and milk and all that stuff because I don't have that much anyway. But like butter and eggs, I, it would, I would struggle yeah, a bit. Yeah. Anyway. Well, and I'm, I'm not a fake. I guess, is it even right to call it fake food? Because it is food. But it just seems like a lot of vegan and vegetarian things are designed to replicate things you can't Yes, eat. and I had that discussion with him and his friend who was here. And we were, you know, because unfortunately, because I don't know a lot about vegan culinary, I provided them with a lot of grilled vegetables and hummus. And I did the best I could with yeah. what I knew at the last well, minute. Well, we kept it simple. It was just, it was just sure. vegetables. I'm sure they were starving when they left because it wasn't like sustaining. But the I asked that. I said, so do you eat a lot of like the fake bacon and the oh, fake right. cheese? Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, it's really, really expensive. And I, to me, it's like, if you're going to be vegan, I would think that predominantly it'd be plant-based. Like, that's the whole point. There's tofu and there's other things. But I mean, in general... Well, tofu's plant-based. Yeah. But I mean, it's not like just greens and stuff. Sure, like sure, there's, sure. there's manufactured yeah, yeah, products. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And jackfruit is a big thing meat for meat yep. substitute and mushrooms. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, that stuff is really expensive. And so it's really like junk foody. You know, mm-hmm. you have it like junk food, like you're like, I don't want to cook tonight. Because what what I have noticed with vegan cooking is it takes a lot of time. Yeah, because... A lot of time. Beca- because you have to have 87 spices yes. to make it taste like anything. <laughs> that's why. Yes. But hey, if that's what you want to do... Oh, yeah. I don't I don't care. Know, I mean, I, I, but, but it's hard to judge because it is almost always on principle. And I, it, that's, it's not fair to judge. It. If somebody's yep. got those principles, then I'm good with it. Godspeed. That, and that's, if they're that's willing to you. make the effort, then who am I? But as a mom wanting to feed her children or her, you know, that to me is why. And I'm like, why do we need nutritional yeast? What is cacao? <laughs> you know, it's like I'm going through all this stuff. It's your trying nightmare to chocolate. Figure it out. No, that's carob. And oh, carob. it's terrible. <laughs> terrible. But anyway, so now that's my conundrum and that's my thing. And I even told 
Tyler and I said, you can do whatever you want. I just want you to know that how lucky you are to live in a time when you can actually choose your diet because it wasn't that long ago where you just had to eat what you could get. Right. And it's not like that now, which is great, but I'm just saying that in any other era, you would not be able to go, you know what, I think I'm just going to have some grass and, uh, you know, fruit <laughs> and I'm going to be able to sustain myself on the field. No, you're not. No, you'll die. I mean, it wouldn't work. Yeah. But now, of course, you know, sure. we're in a time where you can still be selective about your diet. So I wish him the best. Yeah. I am struggling because I can't feed my son. And that's an innate <laughs> thing about my, my sure. life that sure. I'm trying to work with. So that is why I've been so obsessive about looking at all the vegan stuff. But anyway, I'll find it. Yeah. I'll figure it out. Got you. All right. Is there anything else you'd like to say about Natalie and her impending baby and you becoming a grandpa? I'm sure it'll be a topic for months you, to come. I mean, I mean, I know that you fe- you seemed a bit shell-shocked when she, even though you already knew that when she announced it publicly, you seemed a bit like, okay, this is real now. <laughs> uh, I am definitely, and I absolutely love the way your parents are handling it because, you know, my mom's like, wow, that's so great. First grandbaby. But your dad, like when we told him, he almost started crying yeah. and he was just like, he was watching the Raiders win a game. Yeah. He's like, yes. Like, have we he been waiting for this? Yeah, I had his... no idea. So I'm on my mom's side. This is technically fourth great Grandchild. Grandbaby, yeah. Mm-hmm. On my dad. None. His first. Yeah. So big reaction different. He's he's like not yes. not that it's less important to no, either no, no, one. No. It's just the reaction's very yeah. different. Uh, I you love know, for it. him. So I'm really happy for them. Like it's Yeah. I, I mean, first of all, if I became a great grandmother, I would shit my pants. <laughs> I'd be like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That is inappropriate. And I hope that I'm not a grand great grandparent until I'm in my late seventies. So God's let's sake. see. Let's see. I mean, do well. I mean, yeah. I would. Have I want to be, be really elderly. You, you would have to be. You would want to be like seventy five or older. Please. In, in an ideal situation. Please. I mean, and I can see myself talking to a grandchild saying, "Do not make me a great grandmother." <laughs> In my 60s. Which is kind of like what we told the girls. I threatened them. And Tyler is, is please do not make us grandparents before we're 50. And And Natalie, good job. (laughs) Waiting till the end. I mean, literally as the clock struck 12, (laughs) she's like, okay, now we can do it. That's one of the first things we said to her. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for letting us Well, and the only reason is because I unfortunately made my mother a grandmother in her 40s. And she's just like, are you fucking kidding me right now? You weren't the only one. Your sister, too. Yeah. Oh, God. We are... Stephanie had a baby around the same time you did. We were such sluts. I swear <laughs> to God. All right. Anyway, uh, so let's go... Now, you actually have a ugly and awkward moment, and I have an ugly and awkward moment. So yesterday, and this was great, we didn't talk about this, but um, we've been dying to get out and do our thing, and our thing is typically going to uh, wineries or just Napa in general, and mm-hmm. so yesterday we did that, we went tasting at our at the Mothership, our favorite uh, <laughs> sparkling place, they've opened with distance, you know, yes. tables and reservations only, and, and I'm really loving the distance. They're, they're wiping down everything yes. every time somebody leaves, and everybody's wearing masks, so it's it kind of a weird kind of experience, but yeah. anyway, so we go. And we were getting out of the car, and I forgot your mask in the car. So I got back in, got your mask, and immediately dropped it mm-hmm. in a bush. 
I was like, oh, shoot, no big deal. You know, so I reach in instinctively into the bush to get it out of the bush. And it's a rose bush. Yes. <laughs> so that didn't feel good. You're, um, you have scratches from your shoulder down to your knuckle. But you deserved it for some reason. You got lippy with me. Yeah, I and said you. You, I don't remember what it was specifically. <laughs> yeah, but you, I, I remember reaching in, doing it, and you're going, like, "Ow!" I, I and then go, it. "I deserve that," and then hand you. Yeah, so I can't that was, remember what it was. I, it, yeah. but it was, it was fine I, for me. I'm sure it was. You I was had like, a little. Yeah, I guess you, you had the look. It. Yeah, you had the look that you have right now. That's it's the look you had on your face. Satisfied smile, smirk. And then, in fact, you realized it was a rose bush, but until you, <laughs> we were sitting at the table, <laughs> drinking our first glass of champagne, and you noticed my hand was bleeding. You're like, oh. Now, normal people go, oh, is that from the rosebush? That's no. not how you were. You're like, oh, is that's that rough. from the uh, rosebush? Or you yeah. dropped my mask? Hmm. Yes. That's, that's anyway, too bad. So that's my whatever moment. That's unfortunate. <laughs> I, would, I would say I'm sorry for you, but I'm not. I know. It's okay. <laughs> we're all on edge right now. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Okay. So mine is typical. This happened about a week ago. Now, I have been pretty open about all the hormonal changes that I'm going through. It sucks, but I'm still, you know, I'm not Dale bred, but it's, you know, my body's going, what the hell is going on? You know, all the time. Well, in that sense, and you definitely have not hated it is my boobs keep getting bigger and then they go down and then they're huge again. It's like brass everywhere. Right. (laughs) And so all my shirts look like they're super like, like, like I'm wearing a, I'm wearing a normal shirt and it still looks like ridic. Like I'm trying to, you know, pick up men. Anyway, I'm also losing my eyesight like crazy and it's dri- it's driving me nuts. Okay, I'm ready so that to fucking happened LASIK. to me. That happened to me when I turned 52 and I don't know if it was all mental or whatever, but yeah. like glasses weren't working like they God. used to. Ugh. It's, it's like I this think it's thing. a little bit psychosomatic, I'm sure. but Anyway, I also think it's allergies and or being tired can also cause bad you yeah. know, your eyes to act different. Sure. So anyway, I'm constantly looking for glasses. And so I was in the middle of something. And because I have shockingly a small face, my glasses fall off a lot. And even though we tighten them, it's still it's my fault because I put my glasses up on top of my head like sunglasses. And so I stretch them out all the time. And I'm terrible about it, but I just I don't give a shit. So I do it all the time. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do that. So I was looking for something and I'm like, I can't see. And I'm like, where are my glasses? And you were standing in front of me and you're like, I don't know. Where did you leave them? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm, I'm losing them all the time. And I look down in my cleavage, and there are my glasses resting <laughs> sexily and comfortably in my large did you put breasts. Put them there, or did they fall there? I put them there okay. because I didn't want to drop them. And because the boobs are kind of round right now this week, they they rest nice and comfortably in the cleave. I see. And uh, I was like, Oh, I literally feel like Jessica Rabbit. Like it's 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 I'm sure that no one's complaining about the view, but I it's, am not. You know, it's annoying. It's really annoying. And so anyway, they were there the whole time. And it's just like when people are looking for their phone, looking for their phone with their phone. Yeah. It was that kind of thing. It was awkward anyway. But that's your typical yeah. awkward moment for it's a, me. It's a good Jamie one. It really is. All right. Do you have anything you want to say? Well, we are taking that break we talked we're about. Gonna take, we're going to reevaluate, uh, but we are definitely taking a couple of shows off. We are think, we do have some content we might share, but we're not sure how that's going to go. Uh, don't, don't bank on it. But uh, we definitely need a minute to reevaluate. 
I don't know if reevaluate. No, a good I'm word. sorry. Okay, hold on. Uh, we just need a minute to just rejuvenate, kind of focus on our uh, well-being, on our you know mental health a bit, which I think everybody does and everybody needs to do. Right. You are gonna go into yep. the wild. And, and that, yep. So I'm going. Fi- they just fish. it's a good time because I would have yes. mi- you would have missed at least a show anyway, most it's likely. Fine. So. You know, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. So with that being said, we will be back very very shortly. Sure. But take this time that we're taking to listen to some maybe some education podcast maybe broaden your listen to older episodes of ours if you haven't uh share it with your friends (laughs) review it do the things necessary to keep us motivated and to really like take this show the next level i'm very excited okay that that we that i get a little bit of a break and that uh that you guys are gonna come back stronger than ever we really will i know we will and we love each other very much yeah and we love you too producer oh that's nice all right have a good week everybody talk to you soon Bye. bye